Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Retchikla. 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 Giving something another life. A loved piece. We continue our exploration of the bourgeois gesture. I had mentioned in my last podcast the the idea that we have maybe become anesthetized to some of these codes. And I like the idea of maybe kickstarting a consciousness into enjoying these gestures. One thing that's been really thrilling is to have the courage, myself and the team, to explore charity shop finds just as a quick way to kind of start exercising a concept or something where we can really feel quite free and play with these finds and it's a learning process it's a process so whether we are to decortique it's a voyage a discovery some of these things look really cool we then slavishly reproduce these things and I don't know now I'm feeling a little braver and the idea that this voyage of discovery this moment to freeze that moment put it on the runway and sell it just supports this feeling of being inventive with a conscience. We all know our founder's label, and within that, the numbers, there's a little chapitre, which was called replica. What they did back in the day is they would find pieces and they would duplicate it slavishly, right down to the stitch count, the fabric, that da da And as I feel that we are swimming in this rhythm of life that resounds with that. I've come up with my version of replica and I've called it Rechikla. <laughs> Rechikla is, is, is really about recycling and upcycling and the joy, the joy that we will be able to sell these pieces uh, amongst the rest of the collection just thrills me. I think it's really exciting because it's a real thing. It's hand-picked by JG 
um, I feel it fits in with the story or has been part of the narrative and the process to arrive to this story. And we put a label in that tells you where I found it. If it was from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 70s, the provenance. So it's like a play on replica, but I feel it's retricular and relevant for today. Some will be total retricular and some will be incorporated into... There's a little section of dresses that I started to toy with the concept of it in Artisanal, which I called Poverina, where I cut the outer layer, reveal the sheer lining, and then underneath it are layers of a vintage shirt or a, a little vintage cashmere cardigan. How gorgeous is that, though, as a, as a concept? It's really inspired the house. So, for like our 5AC bags, we've bought old leftover skins from different factories that have that have been known to work with luxury brands. And it's been so thrilling to actually decide, okay, this colour and this type of skin that we're recycling, we're going to offer to this market, and it's a limited edition. So, the one-off the investment buy, or I think I've called them key pieces in the past. There's another little retricular too, and um, there's lovely wicker, little wicker bags I've sourced from the 30s right through the 70s, which we have restored the snatch bag. I'm really thrilled to say that we are able to produce about too large, too small, which will be made using upright elephant ear giant taro leaves. Look at her. The farming and tanning process is completely sustainable. When the baby was born in the factory and they sent me a picture, I ordered one straight away for myself because that is a key piece. It's a return to worth. It's slower fashion. It's all those things that we believe in, isn't it? And, you know, that you can give something another life, longevity, and it's also buying invention with a conscience. Things that we hanker for. Safety. Heritage. <laughs> Those symbols that that we have become anaesthetized to today, but we do go back. I mean, look at me. What am I wearing? This kind of tweed and this, you know, and this. Sometimes I ask myself, why am I wearing it? Well, it's just something that I'm feeling. And it's funny, because then the other day, we were talking about that, and I looked at Harry, and he had a kind of uh, a fisherman's jumper and ecru with grey flannel. I mean, more conservative you couldn't get. And then I looked at Tiana, who was all in beige and brown, and I thought, you guys are meant to be like the most cutting-edge people in fashion, and you're dressing like the most conservative, because you think it's outrageous. And they kind of thought about it, like, yeah, because that's all there's left to do, isn't there? Then, of course, I've been fetishizing uniforms. Uniforms, yes. Um, that feeling of... It comes from that bourgeois gesture too, doesn't it, of belonging. Fetishizing the language of uniform. Obsessing over the familiarity and sense of belonging and the purpose it gives. Restorative! The further exploration of 
heritage, fabrics, and the idea to subvert uniforms and their restorative quality, to bring a, a sense of well-being, and that's what it means, to restore, and that some of these fabrics, the heritage, and the uniform, and those familiar kind of tweeds and lodens, and they're restorative, restorative like a hike familiar and unfamiliar and, and the uniform, the idea that you evoke that through how you swatch it. So this kind of plaid, brush plaid, um, and the memory of what would have been a little Bavarian jacket, but we've cut into it and we've flat packed it and then worked our cape into it with the matching skirt. So it's kind of like a take on that Austrian suit, Bavarian kind of vibe, hiking through forests and greenlands. That initial inspiration of the suspense of Carla, um, that was inspired by Hopper, Edward Hopper. I just felt that there was so much more to express because I was so electrified by that. So I've continued playing with Carla that has been inspired by those paintings, which I started in the artisanal. Some things have been kept authentic or inspired by heritage and uniforms, but I have allowed myself to introduce color where I think it too is authentic. So you'll see that in some broad blocks of color use on some of the coats because um, they resonate well in the walls that we've used. Here, um, we've got this lovely broad use of cotton in this fab kind of Bordeaux brown coat. It's like a cotton drill, so it really keeps its structure. It's got a really pretty trim around the collar, which echoes, it could have been a pyjama or something quite bourgeois, which we have ripped to trim. And then I love these little, I won't call them studs, but they just remind me of drawing pins that you used um, at school. So it's a broad shape. And underneath, there's almost like a slightly folksy-looking shirt with this bourgeois-inspired scarf. And these almost like hiking trousers that are worn quite short over the knee and pulled up quite high on the waist. Something as well we started in the artisanal, I think I called it work in progress, capturing that moment of toile or before the definitive choice of the fabric is, is made and one is proposing or, yeah, it's just a proposal, isn't it? Well, freezing that moment too but in a much more pop way. So some of the fabrics you see that look like toile, sometimes it is toile, sometimes it's not. It's like a wall that will evoke a toile. So that work in progress is now, I feel it's on its way to becoming a new genetic at Maison Magella. The bourgeois gesture, that shrugging off um, 
a shawl off the shoulders or a cardigan or a jacket, the concept that we introduced in Artisanal. So here you'll see it on a beautiful trench coat. And I've separated the collar and the facing from the top collar and revere. So I've sliced through that and I filled in with the lining. So here we actually reveal the lining of the coat. So you can shrug that off and you can show the lining and you have that bourgeois gesture or you can pull it on and just wear it. And there's many ways you can wear it actually. These really pretty dresses, the, that idea of working with aquarelle and tools layered over, sometimes it's crepe de chine with chiffon, sometimes it's chiffon on tour. So the base dress is kind of this wrap dress of, and it's bicolor, so that's my base dress. And then I put on the ghost of a dress on top of that in tool. Um, so by layering the two dresses, you produces really beautiful kind of movements of colour, as you can see, hopper inspired. The fabric paillettes and hole cutting that we have been owning, we further explore as base dresses or on tops because they just break the whole nature of the fabric down and it just looks very beautiful, I think. There's so many influences and so many things that inspire. It's never just one thing. It's a reflection of society today. If you're in it, if you're conscious, if you're in the moment.